Welcome to 52 Weeks of Flow. This is a moving river podcast hosted by multifaceted entrepreneur and transformational coach Bia Marie Anin. In this podcast, we want to help you discover the concept of flow and show you ways to get into flow and how you can keep your life flowy. Hello, 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 and welcome to 52 Weeks of Flow, where we talk about all aspects of flow in our lives, how to create it, how to maintain it, and how to access it whenever we want. If you'd like to support the show and learn more about what we do at Moving River, you can check out our website, www.movingriver.com, or check out www.superwoman.coach for our Superwoman training and circle. You can also find us on Instagram at moving underscore river, or you can find us here, right here, right now. How convenient, right? How is your focus training going? Have you found your peak hours yet? I have to say my peak hours at the moment are usually between 9 and 11 a.m. Before we had our second child, my peak hours were somewhere between 4.30 and 7, depending on when our firstborn would wake up. You see, your peak hours can change, like the tide of the ocean. Imagine your peak performance states or hours as waves. In between your peak performance hours or states, you need time to reset, to rest. And depending on where you are in your life, what your circumstances are, your perfect hour will change and so does your energy. I will talk about that in a different episode, which will be called the flow circle. So watch out for that. But coming back to today. Today, we talk about the second pillar of flow, according to Mihai Csikszent Mihai, and that is involvement. Let's see what kind of definition the Cambridge Dictionary or Csikszent Mihai himself gives us. So... The Cambridge Dictionary says it is an act or process of taking part in something or the state of being included in an activity. So it is the fact that you are taking part in something. Csikszentmihalyi also adds that it is the level of how much you bring yourself to the task. So how much you are motivated to go for the task. There are two types of motivation. Number one extrinsic motivation and number two intrinsic motivation extrinsic motivation is an external trigger something outside of yourself that motivates you to engage in a certain activity do a task which usually comes from a form of punishment or reward you do something that you wouldn't naturally do or which you yourself would have never planned to do that you get paid for in return Another trigger could be praise or recognition. When I started dancing, it wasn't because I felt the call or anything. It was because my mom decided I had to go. My best friend had joined a ballet school and my mom thought it was a good idea if I tag along because I had bad posture. Intrinsic motivation I already talked about this in a different episode, is a trigger that sits inside of you. 
It is the process of where the task that you are doing is the reward already. Intrinsic motivation is based on your joy and interests. In real life, people are usually driven by a combination of the two. I got into dancing through extrinsic motivation, but stayed with it because of intrinsic motivation. I felt joyful, free and powerful on the inside and the applause and admiration from the audience motivated me to become even better and wow them the next time even more. When I transferred from dancing to acting, it was the same. I loved the recognition of my colleagues, the attention from the press, the good job from the directors. But there came a time when it felt hollow, when I was only doing it for them for the external reward and not for me anymore. When you're doing something from intrinsic motivation, you can do that forever, just as long as you're enjoying it. My parents always told me when I started something, be it dancing or acting, do it as long as you love it. And when you stop loving it, when it doesn't fulfill you anymore, then find something new that you will fall in love with again. And luckily, we do live in a time in which we have the opportunity to go for exactly what we want. But this is a whole different story. So realistically, individuals are typically driven by a combination of factors, some of which may be somewhat internally driven, while others are more externally regulated. So the question is, how motivated, like how involved can you get into a task? It has all to do with enjoyment, the third pillar of flow. We only get involved with things when we enjoy it, when we really, really enjoy it. So let me ask you something. How involved are you in your life? Are you living a life that you like to be involved in? Or are you just letting life rain on you? Are you only reacting to life? How involved are you with your partner? How involved or invested can you get into another person? Our whole existence is basically pointing to what makes us happy. So happiness is one of our big drivers to get involved with a person, with a task, with our life. But saying, I will only do things that make me happy is one thing. Really going for it is something totally different. Because first, you have to figure out what truly makes you happy. And that is even more difficult than doing what makes you happy. Let's explore that a little bit further, shall we? Before you know what makes you happy, you have to go on a journey of self-discovery. Because you have to figure out who you are and who you want to be in this world. And then you can explore what will make that person that you want to be in this world happy. Sounds very simple, huh? But it is actually a long process because most of us don't know ourselves, our true selves very well. Most of us have created a persona over the years, which we think will be liked. Liked by our peers, liked by the people that we like and we want to be liked in return. Let's take relationships for an example. Do you only watch soccer because the guy you like plays soccer? 
Do you like going to fancy restaurants and do wine tastings because she likes it, but you would rather stay on the couch or cook something simple for her? Do you go partying all night long and are so exhausted the next day and swear to yourself you're never going to do it again, but when your friends come up with a 48-hour rave the next weekend, you are all up for it? When you encounter life-changing circumstances like an accident, a health crisis, moving to a completely different part of the world, winning the lottery, or like having a baby, you are forced to look at yourself, your activities, your friends, your partner, and you get forced to select, or life does it for you. I wish for you that you can create this process for yourself. Develop the strength to look for and find your authentic self and unapologetically go for what makes you happy. So you can get fully involved, involved with life, involved with a task at hand or with a person. Of course, I know that sometimes we have to do things which do not necessarily make us happy. For me, for example, it is taxes. For others, it's cleaning the house or cleaning the car, going for a dog walk when it's pouring rain. These tasks don't necessarily make us happy. They need to get done. To create a certain ease and to get into flow, you need to find why this task or the outcome of this task will make you happy so you can get involved in it and enjoy it. And the more you bring flow into your life, the more happiness you will experience. So when you are going about a task or life in general, figure out how you can get more involved in this task, how you can get more enjoyment out of creating that project, creating this presentation, creating your tax returns. Because most of the time, the path is the reward. So then, thinking about doing the task will bring you happiness already because the anticipation is getting into flow. And even if you're not getting into flow, you're already happy because you anticipated flow. So you're actually achieving what you want. When creating happiness in your life, more happiness in your life, flow is the vehicle. And that's it. That's it for today. That's our show. Thank you for tuning in and staying with me. Thank you for all your support. I am truly blessed. If you have any questions or suggestions, please feel free to reach out either through Instagram via moving underscore river or via email bea at superwoman.coach. If you like what you heard, then come back next week, subscribe and write us a cool review. If no one has told you today, I'm grateful for you. And remember, stay flowy, my friend.